How's it going, everybody? And welcome to the A34 Owner Limits Podcast. On this episode, we're going to be featuring part number eight of yours truly's life story and journey through DDPY. Just want to give a special thank you and shout out of gratitude to each and every one of you who subscribe to this podcast and who share and listen to it each week. I'm truly grateful and for all the past seasons as well. Also want to give a special thank you and a shout out of gratitude to those who follow us on social media. If you'd like to follow us on social media, we are on Facebook searching at A34 Motivation. On Instagram, at A34 underscore official and on Twitter at A34 official. I'm going to take a quick pause for the cause here and I'm going to jump into the body of this podcast and so just wait a few seconds here. I'll come right back. Alright, I appreciate that everyone. Well, on this, on this part number eight, um, it's, it's starting to become a point of learning and honing in on the focus and the discipline it takes to get to where I am right now and where I continue to strive to be for today and tomorrow. So on part number seven, just to kind of give a brief recap here towards the end, my doctor said how impressed and how amazed he was with the progress I was making, losing the weight, changing the lifestyle, changing how I do things, and seeing results in a rapid pace. And he was beyond happy, and he was like, holy crap, I've never seen that in my entire career. He was just truly amazed by it. I talked to him about the DDP yoga at the time, that's what it was known as back then, and he was truly amazed by it. He's like, I'm going to have to look into this. So, at that point after that visit, um, I was just continuously doing what I said I was doing on 7. Doing 45 minutes, then I moved it up to an hour. Hour and 15. I would try to fluctuate the times just to give myself a chance to uh, get different aspects of the workouts. The longer, the shorter. Try to hone in on where I want to focus on the most and then focus on the other parts as I move on. So that's what I was trying to do. And the biggest thing I I was doing at this time was trying to hone in on how to become more focused on staying on track and the discipline that it takes to make the decisions that are necessary to become where I want to be. So that's what Part number eight is going to entail today. So, let's jump right on into this. So, during that time, again, I was seeing results. I was making progress that was rapidly improving. Being able to do things I could not do at all. Bend over, tie my shoes, walk to the restroom, brush my teeth without being fatigued. I was starting to go venture outside a little bit more as I as I gotten better. As I started to see physical change, I started to kind of venture out just a little bit. And I tried to think about my late father and, and think about what he would think about this. And, and not too long after he passed away, my grandfather did too. Another one who's a hero to me. 
and I never got to really say that to him, but he was a big influence on my life, and he still is today. Godspeed and rest his soul. And he taught me the value of time, the value of being, you know, staying true to your beliefs, staying true to who you are. I never realized it at the time because I was very much naive, younger age. I didn't think about those things, and I didn't value it as much. It's like the old saying goes, you really, truly never value someone or something until it's gone. Well, I can attest to that in certain aspects of how I do things, and I was just trying to think, oh my goodness, you know, uh... Just trying to think, you know, how would he feel about this? Would he be proud of me right now? Is there something else I got to do better? And what's what's my dad thinking right now? Are they proud of me? And that's something that mattered. And that's something that really hit me hard because once my grandfather died, that was just another obstacle. That was just another bump in the road, but. Oddly enough, it wasn't a bump for me on a physical standpoint. I kept staying true to the program and to my plan and system that I created for my eating and, and mental uh, lifestyle built around the DDP uh, yoga then model. And I really started to become even mentally more stronger than I ever was and, and to realize this is done, this is over, I got to stick true to the program here, I got to stick true to what I said to myself and not give up, I got to keep my word, and I knew that I needed the discipline, and that's something that my grand grandfather taught me on a nonverbal way is to be disciplined, to be true, to stand by your word, to do the absolute best you can to live up to your word. Not to let yourself down. Not to let others down. Because I used to let others down on a rapid pace more times than I can count. And during that time I started to become better and lose weight and, and get better mentally. And, and physically I started to go, my goodness, uh, he taught me more than what I ever thought. And what he ever probably knew too. And, and I really valued those times. I would have reflection time and think back at a younger early age to until the ages of, of adulthood and when he was still around in my life and I could just remember his health struggles and all those things but he never lost his discipline he never lost his beliefs and he never lost the, the, the trueness of what his word was he never lost the, the value of life and the value of what you have and what you don't have he taught me that on a nonverbal basis by his actions and by how he did things. And that rubbed off on me and it still does today. So focusing and honing in on those things was a very big and key factor in how I can become better then and, and even now. Looking back during that time, I was still trying to hone in on those things. I was trying to still get my footing, trying to still find that path and, and really pave it, really get it dragged in, really get it to where it needs to go. 
to where I can travel on it and go where I want to go, and that's to the top. To wherever my expectation was, I was trying to reach it as legitimately and as realistically as possible. Because at my worst, when I started doing all that, I was 420 pounds. And it was just a really rough situation, and I know there's a lot of those out there that had a lot worse and I under, I get that completely for me that's what it was and I just remember myself at that weight when I started to get better I tried to really think back and go I don't want to be that again I got to make a choice but more importantly the decision to say no I want to do this I want to improve I want to stay true I want to embrace a lifestyle mental physical and spiritual that's going to get me the best possible version of me that I'm seeking here and to project that to others and within all of that slowly but surely over that first year and second year I really started to really hone in on it modify certain aspects to get see where it would take me and over those years let's say the first five years I really perfected it and I started to realize that choices are, are made of champions but decisions are made of legends legends make decisions that are finalized in which they made the ultimate pathway to where this is where they're going to go and that's what I wanted to do for me. I remember watching uh, sports back when it was still good, in my opinion, like the NBA and all those things. And I remember watching uh, my favorite of all times, Michael Jordan. And I watched the Larry Birds. I got to watch Magic Johnson's tail end of his career. I got to watch a lot of these great legends. And Jordan stuck to me because he made the ultimate decision to be the best. He did not want to lose without giving it everything he had. That just That's just how I interpreted it for me. He'd rather have went down on his sword than, than went down just laying down and giving up. He went out there to win. He went out there to dominate, to prove a point to himself and, sh and within doing so he showed others well I wasn't to that level but I wanted to prove it to me to myself that I can do this I wanted to prove to those doubters back when I was in school back some of the relatives or some of those acquaintances I wanted to prove them all wrong but most importantly prove myself wrong and correct at the same time to know that yes I can there's no such thing as I can't, I can't yet. And I really had to hone in on that phrase and hone in on the focus and that discipline that it gives you when you say that. If you really indulge in it on a different level, it really is empowering. It gives you that sense of, wow, yes I can, yes I'm going to do this. It's going to take work. And without any of this being put forth in with effort and with my faith all obviously none of this would be possible it was just a it was a journey 
in the early parts of it to where I, again, honed in on my craft. I, I read, I watched the videos, I did all my workouts every day. I still do them today, never miss a day. And I always remember where I used to be and where I came from to remind myself of the discipline focus that it's going to take and the commitment and the work and the effort it takes to do anything that you want to do. So with that being said, I'm going to go ahead and uh, wrap up this podcast to just give the go-home cue here. I hope each and every one of you have a great rest of your week. Please never lose the ultimate power belief that you give yourself by believing in you and believing in others. Never quit believing in the fact that yes, you can and never say you can't because you can't yet. Give yourself a chance to, to try. Never give yourself a chance to fail because you are worth it. You are able and capable of doing anything you set your mind to. Have a great rest of the week. I will catch you again next week. Take care.